The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the, the after, after show, show, the after show. It's the after show, everybody. The show after the show. Now that you know we are the real cigar authority, uh, you'll pay attention more to us because uh, you know we got the uh, the chops, right? We we got we got what it takes to be the authority. So uh, maybe you weren't listening before, you weren't paying attention to us all that much because what the hell do those guys know? Now you know what we know. We know we know. You know, I know. Uh, all right, so you got an email a while back. I said let's save this. This is good for a after show for sure. So let's do it. All right, the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Danny writes, as he often does, Dear Cigar Authority, I recently set up my own cigar lounge at home. It's a glamorous affair in the attic of a two-story house with a pull-down ladder to get inside. To keep things cool, I have a box fan and a window up there, which keeps it under 90 most days. Where does he live? Doesn't matter if it's under ninety. He's got to be in Texas or Arizona. Oh my God! Or my house in the summertime. Uh, This is the best place I've found to grab a cigar and listen to the show. But it also gave me an idea for an episode. A home smoking area is a very personal thing. Outside of the obvious necessities like ashtrays and lighters, there is a world of options out there. For example, I need an outlet to charge my phone, while someone may go to their lounge just to escape from their phone. Air filters. Humidor location. Furniture selection. Humidor location, first off. Don't leave it up there. Yeah, not in 90s. Uh, Any kind of food, power, water, amenities, and many more decisions have to be made when designing a a lounge. So he basically wants us to come up with a concept of a cigar lounge in our home. So I like the idea that he's on the top floor because smoke rises and you're going to bother the people there. But then again, the coolest spot is in your basement, uh, but the smoke's going to rise, so there becomes the problem. So that was the issue I had in my dairy home, is my designated smoking area was in the basement, and the first few attempts I had to mitigate the smoke failed miserably because, again, smoke does rise. What I ended up doing was um, I got one of those dual window fans that I could put in backwards inside the um, the window of the basement. It fit perfectly. I had to do a little bit of framing to make it completely airtight. And that caused enough negative pressure in the basement that you really couldn't tell on the second floor. Not that it mattered to my ex-wife at the time too much, but... That's why she's your ex-wife. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not leaving dishes under the bed. But the I was able to create enough negative space 
pressure in that area that I was drawing fresh air from the other parts of the house. Uh, and it actually helped, believe it or not, to keep the door closed in the basement, down in the basement to the garage. And that created enough of that negative pressure that I was pulling fresh air from upstairs and exhausting out. I'd say that's going to be the biggest thing is how do you get rid of the smoke, the odor, uh, right. the smoke and the odor from the spot. And, you know, when I built a house, yes. I had a specific area allocated for the cigar lounge. And nothing above it. Nothing above it. Correct. It was uh, over the garage. Yeah. And one thing I did was a separate HVAC, mm, which you, you can important. do when... You're building a house. That's I, what I should have did. You uh, got a mini split? Uh, no, I actually got an air exchanger. So this was its own zone on the heating and cooling system. Then the air exchanger pulls in fresh air. And in the um, wintertime, it sort of is preheating that air that is pulling in to reheat. So it's fairly efficient. I, so, I got I to gotta look into mine because my smoking area is part of the house where there's nothing above it mm. the whole rest of the house there's something above it but there is where there's nothing above it the problem is it does go through the house so i'm guessing it goes through the ventilation yeah i mean there's an air return usually <laughs> so it's taking that air and then heating it up yeah and so only in the winter time does anybody even mention oh you were smoking cigars last night you know, even my mother on the other side of the house would say, oh, you were smoking cigars last night, so it's something happening. In the summertime, even though it's air conditioning, I, I usually never hear and it at that point. It, it's worth checking. The other thing I did was check the seal on the door. Yeah. Right, because most interior doors aren't sealing Correct. well. Well, I added a door. See, you, you made me think of that. I added a door sweep to the door going into the kitchen from yeah. the basement, and that was huge. Anything you can do to create enough of a seal so that the smoke is less interested in going that way. Yep. It's going to find a path of least resistance, which for me was out the, the, the double yeah. fan. You know, so I, I have an unfinished basement in my house, and I came to an agreement with my wife. I'm going to turn it into my own personal den. Okay. I'm going to have a smoking area in my basement. I'm going to figure out where either the bar is going to go, where the sofa is going to go, and I'm going to put... You're going to have a bar? Of course. One of my savage, yeah, shock. So uh, we were talking about chairs. this earlier. The uh, the the fans over a stove are far far more powerful than the fans that are in a bathroom. So I'm going to put a hood over this couch or over the bar to pull the smoke out. But there's a door that goes through the uh, the cellar, the you know, with the folding doors like the hurricane yes, cellar. Yeah. I'm going to figure out a way it's to... It's called a bulkhead. Bulkhead. Thank you very much. First time I've ever had a house. Intake, because you need in to push out. Yeah. That's where I'm going to start with with the with the air, because the smoke removal is important, because you don't want the misses to be yeah. complaining upstairs that the house reeks of cigars. And when you go into a place like Home Depot or Lowe's or, or your local hardware store, take a look at the display models, and you want something that has an easily removed filter mm -hmm. because you're pulling ash particulates up through that unit. You don't want to be replacing it once a year. So I agree with Barry, like 95% um, <laughs> that you want a Winning. hood vent that is capable of pulling a 
massive amount of air, something that is meant for an industrial style stove so that if you were searing a steak, for example, and you got smoke in the kitchen, you're able to exhaust that to the outside. And my grill, my uh, whatever you call that filter is just metal and you wash it. Doesn't have any uh, cloth type. Mm -hmm. They they have some that have a wire mesh. Yeah, that'll just because you're pulling ash particulates. That's a thing you don't that people don't realize. Mm -hmm. The vent the vent hood is usually pulling greasy smoke out, but there isn't particulates in it necessarily. So you need something that you can wash to to keep it clean to keep that motor healthy. And the majority of basements have a drop ceiling, so it's easy. I mean, my washer and dryer is down there. I just got to run it next to the the hose that's already going outside uh, from the dryer. That's it. Oh, I connected my dryer hose up to a, another box <laughs> that I can pipe that hot air up into the house. It's the balls the, in the wintertime. Smells like downy in your house. Oh, it does. <laughs> the other thing, if you're starting from scratch, is paint color choices. Do not put a pure white yeah. on yes. a ceiling. Darker the better. In fact, I, I went with one that was almost tobacco stain color for the walls. <laughs> As you know, when I built this store here in Salem, there was a yellowish, everything was like a, a, a yellowish, goldish color mm-hmm. because I said it's going to become, because it doesn't become brown. It becomes this golden color. I actually like what the color uh, looks yeah, like. Right. Mine was a, a sort of brownish gold Go, yes. color. It was- so I, I built the whole store around that <laughs> color. I go, because having stores before that, that's the color it becomes. Let me just cut to the yeah. chase here and make everything that color. Yeah. Now, you can certainly, when you're first furnishing it, it's it's... The biggest expense is going to be the startup, whether you're building walls and sheetrocking and, and adding your ventilation. So if you can, if you want to go on the cheaper side for furniture, ideally it's leather, but you can go to a Goodwill type of place and you can get inexpensive couches or Facebook Marketplace. If you go get cloth, them free. you, you have to go leather. Yeah, You, you do to, end up having to go leather, leather but yeah. if, you, if you get a free couch on Facebook Marketplace, they're giving them shits away all the time. <laughs> You could do the do it on the cheap for the first year and just plan on throwing it away. And when you recoup your your money, or, or have some extra money the well, next year, how are you year, recouping your money? Are you charging the people yeah, yeah. coming in your lounge? I would. Yeah, <laughs> and you definitely don't want rugs. No, you, you, you no. want a, a vinyl floor that's easily washed, a hardwood floor, but a, a rug is a huge no-no. Right. I would say though, because of the echo factor, a throw rug that's inexpensive that you can pressure wash once a year. Not a bad idea. It's going to absorb the odor. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think I care. Yeah. I'm smoking in it. Yeah. I had a, a throw rug that was, it looked like five cigars, you know, all okay. together. So it was good for the, the motif. Yeah. I also put a gas fireplace in there. Ah. You know, a real one is nice, but. Well, a real one just, would be nice. And you know something? The smoke would go right up at you. Yeah. Yep. Because it's automatically exhausting out. Yeah. But for me, the convenience of just hitting a remote control. Sure. Okay, I have a fire now. This is nice. The only problem with a fireplace, it's too low to the floor. And chances are you're going to be smoking a couple feet above it. Mm-hmm. So the it would have to be one magical smoke to go down and then up. So how many seats in your cigar lounge, home cigar lounge? So it was a combo home cigar lounge office. Uh, so I had an office chair and then two leather chairs. So two, enough for three. At the most. At the and mo- that was rare. That was rare that that happened. Usually it was single occupancy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and how many you you looking at, Barry? You're a more of a party guy. If, it, if I set up a, as a bar, there'll be three or four seats. If I set it up as a sofa, it'll be an L-shaped sofa. So it'll be three or four people, depending but, on their size. I got to tell sofa you. Sofa is uncomfortable for me. Over 10 years, uh, smoke can cause a lot of damage to things. It's not mm-hmm. great for electronics. True. Your computer dies and you open it up and it's just covered, <laughs> you know, in uh, in a film. Mm-hmm. So how are we here with all our electronic equipment that we've been doing this for how long? We're we get about two years six, out of that mixer. Yeah, we're on our fifth board at least. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah it's, it's really not a good thing for the electronics. So I disc jockeyed for 12 years. Uh, yeah. Analog versus digital. Uh, Everything was analog in those yes, days. Yes, it was. And yeah, your tubes you, were sealed. The smoke and, wasn't getting inside. And you could clean things off that weren't electronic, right? They were just turning a dial yes. for the analog. So there is, there are no serviceable parts on that <laughs> unit. I've taken, I tried taking one apart. It was broken anyways. Yeah, I sprayed it down with the cleaner you told me yeah. to get. And put it all back together and couldn't even get the LEDs to come now, off. Now, the good news is in today's dollars, probably costs what you were paying back then right. for your board. You know? Well, I had the strength and character to make sure that it did have exactly what I needed. It's time for Incredible Feats of Strength, brought to you by Camacho Cigars. For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around, and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision the strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. And I have with me the top 10 greatest track and field athletes and accomplishments of all time. Am I one of them? You might be. All right. You might be. Uh, you rode not- a bicycle from uh, Massachusetts <laughs> all the way to uh, Washington, D.C.? I thought that was false. Oh, that was false. That was false. I did ride from Montreal to Boston. It's not in there yet. We haven't got to it, though, but we're not <laughs> So we're up one. to number four. It's Sergei Bubka. Bubka. And his event Bubka. was the men's pole vault. You like a nice Bubka. <laughs> I like a Bubka. Uh, the level of excess achieved by Sergei Bubka is what many consider to be completely unparalleled. Over the course of his career, Bubka broke the world record in the pole vault 35 times. Additionally, he managed to win a total of 11 world championships and Olympic medals. And he's the first athlete to ever clear six meters. So this is a tall, thin guy. Sergei Bubka, to me, would be a short, stocky man. This guy is definitely not short or stocky. There's no way right. he would have pole vaulted. Correct. He would have had the record for broken yeah. poles. But if you were to describe Sergei Bubka, you would say uh, he's short although, and stocky. If you watch pole vault, it's scary how much those bend. Oh yeah. my God. Glass pole. And you think it's going to snap, but it helps propel them. <laughs> Have you ever seen the ones where they snap? Yeah. The scary part is that the guy's inverted and all of his energy is going forward. So when the pole snaps, his head hits the, the cushion and folds his neck. Wow. I had a friend that did pole vault. He broke his nose on his own sternum Ooh. when a pole broke. Wow. Scary. So anyways, this guy wrote the record books uh, when it comes to men's pole vault. Now that you guys derailed my entire segment, yeah. thank you for that. That's what we do. Yeah. So does he offer um, cocktails and things at his lounge? Are there snacks? Are there, should there be everything you need not to get up? You need yeah. at least a mini fridge. 100%. I had said to my wife, 
I think I'll put a urinal in there. Yes. She, she said no. I said, that's all right. There's a deck right off the back. I'll just use that. Uh, Dwayne Morenci used to be the manager here at Two Guys. He, uh, took, he has a few multifamily houses, and he remodeled one of them for himself, and he put a urinal mm -hmm. in there, and he said, it's the best thing I ever did. You like a urinal. I like a urinal. I've contemplated. I got enough space in the little nook in the bathroom where I could move the toilet over and have what a about toilet in a urinal. It's possible. <laughs> but think I, about, I think, think about a urinal is I have very short legs. Mm. Urinals are too high for me. Well, you, you just need to go in the little kid one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the bathroom in, uh, in Nashua, Nashua has two urinals and one's for a guy that's seven feet tall and the other one's for a guy that's four foot 11. What I like about that one is, is a rest. You don't have to hold it. You just put it right on the rest. I can't use the tall one. I'd have to yeah. stand on my tippy toes to freaking pee in it. It's ridiculous. I don't use either one. I'm right in the middle. It's either too high or too low. Yeah, so but you could have it put at whatever height you chose. You can, yeah. They're remodeling the bathrooms over there starting in January. There's right. a total remodel going on. And remember, in, in grade school, the urinal went all the way down to the ground. Yes. The, yes. Those were the best. That's what we got to do. Yep. So it's yeah. all set for any size. And hey, when it comes to washing it, the guy that's mopping the floor can just run the mop through there, yes. and it's all clean. Correct. Dave, the plumber's so. going to be horrified when you're standing there with your dick out saying, a little bit lower <laughs> with that. <laughs> well, I have, little, I have short legs. And, uh, yeah. Not our plumber. He's used to that type of activity. Yeah. But I like a urinal. A urinal's yeah. good, and, and older guys that don't have the, the force anymore of uh, the... the I like a urinal that has a, a pronounced bump out, so it catches oh, yeah. all the drips. Yes. And would you put the mint in it? You have to. You I have mean, to have the cake. You got to have something to lick. Right. <laughs> the urinal. I think cake. at the very least, if you're if you're going to do a special room and you're, you're going from the the ground up, you need you need running water. Maybe not a urinal. That might be a, a little bit on the dream list, but running water that that has a filter on it, so you have a place to get a drink and you have Wash a place to trays. add water to a scotch and you don't have to go traveling ideally to get you it. want a bathroom right yes ideally and an, and a nice I guess, yeah. 60 plus inch tv yeah tv you you down there you gotta TV. watch the sports music, music i think you need a tv in the bathroom for you know longer constitutionals no you shouldn't i'm telling you with it's not good for you that's what you're saying sitting on the i'm sitting on a chair long. right now it would make the difference if there was don't, a hole in a hole in it that's what makes the difference. Yeah. If you're building, you know, run some hardwired internet out there, but otherwise make sure you've got good Wi-Fi coverage in this Yeah, space. you might need a repeater. Yeah. It's critical. Yeah. Well, you, so what else could you possibly need? So we got ventilation, you got the chairs, you got the TV. You got to have a card table because you need something to do while you're smoking cigars and drinking. So yeah, you got to have a, card a poker table. table down there. Dominoes, poker, mm -hmm. games. Games. Like kids. So mm -hmm. this is a, basically a treehouse with ventilation, right? It's 100% what it yeah. is. Yes. It's a man cave. It's, yeah. It's kind of like what you had created in the middle room for a while. Right. Or maybe right. throw a video game in there. Yes. Right. Sex trapeze. And, oh, yeah. and you put a sign on no girls allowed. <laughs> G U R L S, but the S has to be backwards. Back, yeah. uh, my, my daughter one Christmas gave me a sign that said "man cave" that okay. I put on the door. So you need you need some sort of uh, you know ins inspirational quote from maybe Winston Churchill or uh, Groucho Marx, you know, on the wall with a picture. 
Yeah, I mean, the artwork is problematic. It, it, it adds cleaning. Right. Because if, if yeah. you've got glass, it, it gets oh, yeah. all Playboy magazines. Over. Do you have... They have the internet now. Oh, yeah, you just go. That's the internet. Yeah. That's what say, that's for. Say I'd have sports memorabilia on my wall. Yeah. I'm, I'm a like sports, sports guy. Yeah. Like pick up a Mickey Mantle baseball and just put it in <coughs> that room. Put well, Bo, Bo Derek poster on your wall. <laughs> I have the signed Sports Illustrated cover with the entire uh, Olympic men's hockey team signature on it. That's my prized possession. Ah. Uh, there's a show. What are our prized possessions? That would be on the wall. Really? You have it now. Yes. You still have it. Yeah. Where is it? I have a facsimile of it in the office, but I have the real deal in my house. Yes. Yeah. You can see it. I could see it. All right. But insured? It should be, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Especially so as they begin to die, the value goes up. Mm. Yeah. That's the man cave, and uh, hopefully that answers uh, his question of what, what he sh- what he should do. And uh, there's a lot to think about. There is, there is. You want to get it right, but especially when it's starting to get cold I and know. it's you know. Yeah, you don't you rush. To- don't rush into it. To spend a week working on the design and really thinking about it. Look up ideas on the internet and circle the stuff you like, and kind of give yourself a rough design. Especially if you're going to be working with a builder to really allow that builder to bring your dream to life. Because you, if you build it right the first time, this is your man cave for the rest of yeah, your life. Go big or go home. and Don't make the mistake of buying a 20-count humidor where in six months you're going to need a 100-count. Yeah, get the wall unit, right? Yeah, get, do do so, it all up. So when you do something like this, go all in. There we go. Next week on the Cigar Authority on Saturday, Michael Capellini joins us from Toscano Cigars. We're going to have fun. It's December time, and uh, he's got a Bambino on the way. And it's going to snow married. that day. Yeah, yeah it, it always, always does. does. Yeah. <laughs> it always does. So we'll catch you Saturday on the Cigar Authority. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.